Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another episode of Rico vs. The World. This is the second episode. I'm going to touch on a few things today, but before we get any of that shit started, can we all say it together? Y'all know the mantra. We started it last week. Let's keep it going. Everybody say it with me. Fuck that guy. We hope he has a small dick, and we hope he's terrible in bed. That's right. And while we're at it, let's throw in there. Um, fuck his old ass. We hope he gets hip dysplasia and fucking he has terrible breath. Okay, we'll put all that into the universe this week. <laughs> anyway, yes, that's right. That's right. We're going right into the fucked up bullshit. I know y'all, a lot of y'all been asking me about um, me and Shorty and shit like that. I'm not going to do another that fucking episode talking about my bullshit or whatever. Me and her are cool. There's still love there. I don't hate her. She doesn't hate me. You know, whatever shit happens. If it, if it works out, great. If not, that's great too. Either way, I'm going to be all right. And she going to be all right. And at the end of the day, man, you can't be mad or upset you know, if you was trying to give somebody the world and then they told you go fuck yourself, basically, right? <laughs> so she didn't say that, but, you know, in my mind, I got to tell myself that. But, um, man, like, I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of fucking shit to touch on. Um, first thing I'm going to touch on is, yo, is, is anybody dealing with the same bullshit? I know everybody else. Like, I'm almost 40, right? You're fucking dating as you get older is the fucking worst yo like the fucking worst like everybody uses like all these fucking date naps and fucking tinder and the fucking and bumble right and fucking motherfuckers meet each other on ig shit i met people on ig you know i've clapped clap cheeks off ig um you know and then you got other dating apps facebook dating this dating that dating man that shit is the fucking worst yo and it's like yo Here's my thing with dating apps, right? Or dating in general. It's like, at what point do you decide I can show this motherfucker the real me, right? Like, now I just do it from jump. Now I don't even fake shit. I don't even give a fuck, bitch. If fucking you're boring me, I'm gonna be like, bitch, you're boring me. Leave me the fuck alone. But like, you know, we've all been there. We all, some of us still do it. It's a lot of people still do it. I don't know mother still doing that shit because the amount of motherfuckers i talk to on on a weekly basis sometimes like if i'm in the mood to be you know a conversationalist or whatever and be friendly um like you know the tinder profiles like who's 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 fucking profiles are real man let's be realistic you never meet the real person any relationship you never meet the real person right you meet the fucking representative that's what the fuck i call it because that's what it is i've been there i've lied to bitches you know I, I fucking i know bitches who've lied to niggas there was a chick back in the day that was a friend of mine and we were cool and then before every time before she went on a date she'd come over and we'd kick it and smoke a blunt or have some drinks and shit like that and we'd either fucking fuck or she'd give me some head and then i'd send her on her way she was like, yo, at, at least I know I busted a nut before I went and met this guy. If I bust another nut, then great, you know, then win-win for me. Dick's on dicks on deck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, and then that shit fucked me up because then I would fucking go on dates with women or meet women. And the first thing that would pop into my mind is, yo, is someone else fucking busting this pussy open before I see her? Am I getting fucking second round pussy? Like, you know, shit like that fucks you up. It's like, am I getting second round pussy? But anyway, back to my fucking dating, uh, my, my fucking conversation ahead, right? The dating and shit, right? Like a lot of people ask me about talking about dating, talk about dating. Dating's a fucking bitch. Dating's a fucking pain in the ass, no matter how you swing it or try it or spin it, whatever. Dating's a fucking pain in the balls, right? And I'm old school, right? I'm fucking, I'm gonna be 40 in June. I'm old school. I love going to a bar. I love meeting a bitch in a fucking grocery store. I like talking to people. Like, I think I do way better when I fucking shoot off the top of my head and I wing it and I can fucking find some commonality with that person, whether it be a drink, a song choice in a bar or something is common ground to start a conversation, right? 
And I don't give a fuck if she got resting bitch face. I don't care if the bitch is so fine that niggas are scared to talk to her. Fucking, you got to learn in life to walk into a fucking room like you're the shit and you can fuck any fucking bitch you fucking see. And a lot of people don't have that kind of self-confidence. I have that self-confidence and I'm a little cocky. So, you know, it works out for me, I guess. Because my dad used to tell me, you know, rest, rest in peace to my pops. About to hit that anniversary on Wednesday the 31st. Anyway... We're not going to go into that either right now. But he used to tell me all the time, you know, the worst thing someone could say to you is no. And for every woman that says no, there's at least 10 others that will say yes. And so since I was like fucking 13 or 14 years old, I've been carrying that fucking chip on my shoulder. Like, oh, this bitch said no. There's another bitch that'll say yes. You know, and you can't be afraid of rejection or shooting your shot or saying whatever the fuck you like. As I've gotten older, I've gotten bolder, more truthful and more honest. I don't want to waste time. You know, and dating, dating nowadays is like a fucking giant waste of time. Right. Like I've talked to women on fucking Instagram that I've met through my page and I've talked to women, you know, on, on Tinder. I used to abuse Tinder. Let me tell you something. Tinder and women caught on over the years about Tinder. Right. Tinder is just to meet motherfuckers to fuck. If you ain't trying to fuck, don't be on Tinder. If you're looking for a real relationship, Tinder is not the fucking way to go, okay? Um, if you're trying to fuck and get some head or some shit like that, by all means, go Tinder, <laughs> you know? Me, personally, I loved OkCupid. Because OkCupid gave you all those fucking questions and matchmaking and i met you know a couple women all fucking okay cupid and it was fantastic because you know you find common ground you start conversation whatever and let me tell y'all women something about fucking dating apps that y'all probably don't know a dating app is basically a fucking high noon for a fucking predator because i know me and a bunch of my guy friends we use dating apps because it's like shooting fish in a fucking barrel and to all you women who are using dating apps here let me put y'all on to something you look like you're fucking desperate you look like you will fuck anybody if we fucking sell ourselves to you the right way and we fucking prey on you guys on these fucking dating apps that's how men use dating apps i'm not saying there aren't some good guys out there trying to use dating apps to actually meet a woman and meet somebody who they want to marry and do all that shit too but it's very far and few between you know older motherfuckers fucking use dating apps to meet women if a nigga's over 45 and he's single he's just fucking grasping at straws hoping fucking a bitch will fucking take him okay and i've learned that from older men i've either worked with or know in person or whatever or met in bars all right and then those older fucking men they're doing the same bullshit too fucking men are assholes and we're opportunists and we're gonna fucking say and do whatever the fuck we want to get in them drawers okay i've told women i want you to meet my kids or i want me to you to meet my family or whatever i dated a woman for fucking three years one time and she didn't even meet my fucking mother she met one two members of my family she met my brother and my cousin okay and and it's like, you know, I'd sell it a fucking world. I'd go to her family functions. I'd do stuff with her. i fucking make it seem like everything was cool. And that was that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, we don't sell ourselves on these fucking dating apps. We sell you our fucking representative. And if fucking any genius man with a fucking brain in his head, he doesn't need to be a genius with a brain in his head, will simply just read your fucking profile, bitch, and fucking see all the things that you're into or interested in do a quick little google search on those fucking things because he doesn't give a fuck about that shit he's just trying to tap that ass let's let's be realistic most niggas on fucking dating apps are just trying to get some ass okay so if they're selling you the fucking dream then you're a fucking sucker for buying it and i'm not saying every guy is like that don't get me wrong i'm not saying every guy is like that but most men are like that when we're on these dating apps Okay, we read your fucking profile, we see the fucking commonalities, we see what we can use if we know about this topic or that topic, then we're going to fucking shoot our shot and make you believe that we're interested in the same bullshit you are because how else are you going to get in there? You don't ever meet the real person. Women do it too. Women do that shit too, but men have perfected it. I have so many guy friends that are on dating apps and or have different dating apps or dating profiles and they adjust their shit after reading women's profiles just so they can match up with the right women okay and any dude who's fucking on there at a certain age that's single using these dating apps yo he's just trying to fuck
just trying to fuck okay and and dating apps are the fucking worst when i when i had tinder i used to fucking abuse tinder and then women caught on like i was saying before women caught on to tinder and they know now tinder is just a fuck like i met up with this chick i'd say about five or six years ago off tinder we met for coffee in a starbucks and she's like oh we're gonna go to your place or mine i didn't even have to try she just knew what it was because that's how we met we met on tinder she knew what it was you know what i'm saying and I'm just like, damn, this bitch is bold. Can I get like fucking 10 minutes of conversation with, with you first? I got this thing I do like dating and stuff like that. If I want to take somebody out one day, fellas, take notes real quick, right? I have a rule. Women, take notes too, because this works for you guys too. I have a friend of mine, and she's a reporter, and I'll call her April O'Neil. <laughs> and April O'Neil put me onto this, and I think it's genius, okay? You meet someone at a bar. If you don't drink, you meet them at a coffee shop or something. I don't know. Fucking, I, I meet people at bars. Adults go to bars because we drink. Um, not everybody's a raging alcoholic or something like that. But people who are alcoholics, I feel for you. I've been in substance abuse programs because I had fucking issues with drugs and alcohol years ago after my divorce. So I understand it completely. Like if you choose not to drink anymore. All right. But don't knock people that drink. I met a lot of fucking high and mighty motherfuckers. Okay anyway so here's what you do you meet at a bar you each buy your first drink right if by the end of that first drink you're not feeling each other you say thank you for the conversation and you go your separate ways if the date is going good and y'all are feeling each other and you're still interested either you buy the second round or she buys the second round and then you continue from there. And then the next, the person who didn't get the second round gets the third round. You feel me? I think it's genius. I think it's short. It's sweet. It gets to the point. And you know what you want to do. And it don't cost you nothing but a beer or a fucking drink. You know what I'm saying? And then you could get out of there. But you both have to agree to this. There got to be some kind of communication. Tell each other, okay, here's what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? And it seems awkward and seems weird to have a conversation like that with somebody. But it's fucking genius at the same time. Because then you're not wasting each other's time. Hear the rules. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're going into it. And then you know if the person's feeling you and they stay there because they want another drink. And then you know if they don't want, or they aren't feeling you and they don't stay for the other drink. Boom. Save yourself the trouble. You don't get attached. None of that bullshit. None of that fucking, oh, I'll call you later. None of that fucking, you know, hit me up. Or, or, or they ghosted me and shit. That's another thing we should talk about is fucking ghosting. I don't understand the fucking concept of ghosting. I've never ghosted anybody in my fucking life. I've been ghosted. And I think it's fucking extremely childish. So we're going to go into fucking dating right into fucking ghosting. <laughs> I think people who fucking do that, who ghost people, are fucking cowards and pussies and are fucking childish. Who does that to someone? Why can't you just be an adult? Because if you're dating and you're fucking or whatever, you're an adult, right? You can make that decision. Why can't you just say, hey, I'm not feeling this no more? Or, hey, whoop de woo this is how I feel, I can't do this no more, and then go your separate ways, why do you need to fucking just block the person, or stop talking to them, that's fucked up, because not for nothing, whenever there's a breakup or something like that, somebody's gonna still be having feelings stronger than the other person, and gonna need answers, and the best thing you could do for somebody, depending on how long you were together, or even just in general, as a fucking courtesy, is just say, hey, this and that, this is the reason, whatever and then whatever and then let them go let them go okay then they have the reason then they're not fucking they're stuck constantly wondering what did i do wrong and you know what people who get ghosted do they blame themselves they blame themselves like because they feel like they're not good enough they feel like people think so lowly of them and it's fucked up to do to somebody anybody who goes yo if you're one of those people that fucking goes unfollow me don't listen to my fucking podcast ever again go fuck yourself i hope you trip and fall on some fucking glass and it shoves into your fucking hands you piece of shit because that's what you are you're a piece of shit if you ghost people <laughs> man that's rough everybody's like damn rico rico going in on this second podcast yeah man yeah because there's a lot of shit i want to touch on you know, that I didn't touch on before because I was so wrapped up in my own fucking bullshit talking about this fucking chick that fucking kicked me to the curb. Can I get another fuck that guy? Okay, fuck that guy. <laughs> but seriously, like, 
dating as an adult has got to be one of the most fucking stressful, fucking painstaking, tedious fucking types of bullshit to fucking do, man. Like, and I'm like, yo, you know what kills me about dating or meeting people either on dating apps or fucking or on Instagram or something like that? Not one bitch in your fucking city likes you, right? Never, especially on Instagram. Not one bitch in your city wants to fucking holla at you or fucking meet up with you or whatever. It's every bitch fucking 20 states away, 20 miles away, across the fucking ocean. You know, it's like, hey, I'm in Australia. I saw you're in New York. Thanks, bitch. What the fuck are you going to do? You're going to jump in a kangaroo pouch and fucking bounce over here to fucking New York to fucking give me some pussy? No, thank you. No, thank you, because your shit probably smells like fucking marsupial you know <laughs> i don't mind me i've been drinking a little bullshit that's why i'm talking so fast i guess i don't know but seriously seriously like it's so weird though man like you meet someone <clears throat> things are good you think you got a connection all that shit and then they ghost you or fucking you put on this fucking front and this representative for them and they're putting on a represent and then like Let's say you smash or you do some things and a couple months down the line, you're like, ew, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this motherfucker? This isn't the same motherfucker I started dating or started talking to. That's why I'm a firm believer in telling people shit from jump. Yo, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm into. This is what I like. If you don't like those things, I don't know if I can compromise it or not for you. Like, I met a girl a couple years ago. She was a sweetheart, right? And everything was cool. And um, we hit it off and all that shit. And then this bitch, like I was posting a meme about anal sex or anal or some shit like that. And then this bitch fucking DMs me my fucking own meme. It's like, are you serious right now? You're into that shit. It's an exit, not an entrance. I was like, we don't got to talk no more, bitch. Because I like that shit. I was like, and it's not even that it's a deal breaker that you don't like that shit. I like to know I can have the option. Right? Let's say one one, one night I'm feeling kind of fucking, hey, I feel like going fucking... Hitting her in the shitter, you know? Let me hit her in the shitter. And then she's like, ew, no, not my ass. Ow, oh, that hurts. Uh. You know, I never get your dick is too big. So ladies, just so y'all know, my dick is tiny. It's not that big. It really isn't. We can do anal and have fun. I'm just saying. But, <laughs> but you know, it's still one of those things, right? Where it's like, oh, man, whatever. But, you know, I think I think we all compromise for people and end up in situations where we shouldn't be. Because if you end up in a situation or relationship, I know a lot of people in relationships who are not happy. You know, I could throw myself in there, too. You guys heard the first podcast. You know, you know what my situation is. And then we settle or we get comfortable or things just work out right. And then and then you just you get complacent and you shouldn't be. You, should, you shouldn't feel bad for liking certain things. People shouldn't kink shame you. People shouldn't fucking make you feel bad about being yourself, you know, and the things you're into or the things you like. And I, I think that's fucking detrimental. That causes people to fucking, like, ugh, feel resented and feel like they're not good enough. And that's another thing, like, fucking not feeling good enough, man. I've been on some fucking really fucked up shit in an emotional roller coaster in the past three weeks and one of the biggest things it is is that feeling like i'm not good enough or i'm not worthy of someone or their love or anything like that and that shit fucking kills people man you know ghosting can cause that fucking shit not being clear enough can cause that you know, no explanations can cause that. Just getting dumped out of the blue. And you know what I'm saying? There are a lot of things that can cause that. And nobody, nobody, nobody should ever feel like they're not worth it, man. Or worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? And like, I got so many fucking messages from people. It's like, oh, my ex made me feel like that. Keep your head up. You're so worth it. You're so worthy. So thank you to all the people who said that to me. That I was worthy and I shouldn't feel worthless. And it's not that I don't feel worthless. It's like, it's more of a, what does this person have that I don't? Why are they better than me? That you couldn't choose me. It's like, we all want to be chosen, right? And we all want to be that person for our person, you know? And it's hard. It's hard when we're not. 
And it fucking fucks with our ego. It fucks with our emotions. It fucks with everything. We all go through that shit. We're all fucking human. Humans are fallible. So we're going to make mistakes. And we're going to have issues and shit like that. And that's where what I said before is an explanation is fucking necessary. Because people need to know what the fuck happened. No matter how fucking harsh it is. No matter how brutal it is. No matter how bad you feel about saying it to them. They got to know. And you got to spit it out. And you got to say it to them whether it breaks their heart or not. Because you're doing someone that cares about you a disservice by not fucking being honest with them. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, getting back to dating apps and that bullshit, right? <laughs> fucking OkCupid is dope as fuck. Because you can fill it out correctly. And um, it matches you up with people based on sexual desires and fucking movie pics or music or whatever it's fucking okay cupid is a shit to me can't nobody ever tell me different tinder's just a fuck bumble i never really fucked with bumble like that so i don't even know how that shit works you know and i i don't know anything about the gay fucking apps because i'm not gay so (laughs) i wouldn't know anything about that you know um but yeah man dating as an adult is a pain in the fucking balls you remember back in the day you're in school you just have to write a bitch a note it's like you like me do you want to go get some pizza you want to go to a movie you know some simple shit do you like me yes or no i'm gonna start doing that to bitches now i'm gonna see a bitch in a bar i'm gonna get a fucking cocktail napkin i'm right would you suck my dick yes or no and then if she looks at me like all funny be like what bitch you can't take a joke i was just you know playing high school <laughs> Oh, please, nobody fucking listen to the bullshit I'm saying and go do that at a bar. And it, but if you do, record it, because I want to see the fucking reaction, because that'll be fucking hilarious. Do you want to slurp my meat? Yes or no? Be like, yeah or nah. <laughs> but man, let me, let me tell you something, man. It's like, listen, men on fucking dating apps are predators. We lie. A lot. Women lie too. Women are more subtle with their lies though, because they put a little, so they sprinkle a little truth in their bullshit. So they give you a little bit of truth in their bullshit on top of their little lies. And because it's not a big lie, it's not a deal breaker to them. Plus, they got the vagina. Vagina has power. Let's be realistic here. The dick don't have the power, gentlemen. The vagina, the almighty pussy, has the power. The power of the pussy. And it's crazy. But, you know, it happens to the best of us, man. You know, dating and all that bullshit. And, you know, it's wild. Another thing, too, it's like that I got asked a lot about or was relatable to a lot of you guys and some females is that, listen, man, men grow up and we're taught crying is bad feeling is bad emoting is bad like i grew up like that like i love my dad to death but he raised me up it's like oh every time i'll cry because i hurt myself or something as a kid he'd be like were you crying for is a little girl you know it's like no i'm not a little girl i'm a lot this shit hurts nigga like come on that shit hurts let me fucking feel this pain nope it's always boy shouldn't cry and you know you're talking about a man you know, I make mean, my dad sound like the same, but he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, I suffered child abuse, you know, but I didn't realize it was child abuse till later on. I just thought that's how shit worked. You know, when I was like seven or eight, my dad took me and my brother out in Tobago in the islands, and he threw us in this clear-ass water and told us we're either going to swim or drown. <laughs> and I'm laughing. It's not funny. That shit's fucked up, but, you know, that's the man I, walk, uh, I grew up with, you know, if we, if we cried, we were little girls and we shouldn't cry. So we had to hold it in. You know, we didn't talk about feelings. We didn't talk about emotions. We didn't do any of that shit. I didn't even do that shit with my mom. My mom's a hard woman, too. And, you know, now she's better and stuff like that. And my mom was always there. She was great. Like, if I could, if I wanted to talk to her, I could talk to her. You know, you're talking about a woman. When, when I turned about 13 or 14, it was in started high school. She came into my room with, like, this fucking economy box of fucking Trojan condoms. I remember that shit. The blue box just threw it at my head. Boom. I don't want no grandchildren. <laughs> you know? And, um, and that shit was fucking hilarious to me. You know what I'm saying? So my parents were cool, man. But my dad was really hard, man. He's a tough dude. He's like, like, I'll tell you a quick story, man. I went fishing with my 
dad one time and he got a fish hook stuck in the palm of his hand, right? And I watched this man take a fucking knife. It's like a Rambo knife, right? One of those fucking hunting knives and cut the fucking flesh and the hook out of his hand and then take a dirty fucking rag on this fucking boat we were on. It was my uncle's boat. And wrapped this shit like gauze around his fucking hand. And I'm like, I started freaking out. I was bugging. I was like, oh my God, we got to go back now. We got to fucking, we got to go to the hospital. You got to get your hand fixed. My father looked at me. He slapped me upside my head. Pow! He said, stop whining like a little girl. He said, we got more fishing to do. It's just a little blood. I figure it out. Threw some whiskey on that bitch. That was the end of that. We stayed out there for hours after that fishing so this is the man that raised me this is probably why i have so much fucking trauma and issues fucking emoting correctly or talking about my emotions or feeling anything you know, honestly until just recently like when my dad died last year i didn't cry i didn't shed a tear i, I just was toughing it out you know what i'm saying for the first time in the past three weeks, with the bullshit I'm going through at work, the bullshit in my personal life, the fucking shit with this woman, the shit with my dad, and the anniversary coming up, I cried for the first fucking time and I want to say about seven or eight years. It might even be longer than that. Okay? And for some odd reason, it felt good to just let shit out. Like, I'm talking, I had a fucking ugly fucking cry. But I didn't want anybody to see me. See, I'm fucking being real with y'all. I didn't want nobody to see me, so I did that shit in the shower. I didn't want nobody to hear me. Like, I have had conversations in the past couple of weeks where people have heard my voice crack on the phone or I would fucking get misty and shit, but I wouldn't let that shit out. I'd fucking tough it out and just suck it in, nigga, damn. Fucking can't let people hear you like that. But I had a fucking good fucking booger fucking coming out fucking <laughs> babbling brook fucking crying in the shower a couple weeks ago right and i felt like my world was coming to an end and it was the first time and i'd say about 13 or 14 years that i had the darkest thoughts come into my head like if i died tomorrow nobody would fucking miss me because you know what? They don't care about me. Nobody gives a fuck about me. The only people who probably miss me are my children. Nobody would give a fuck if I would die tomorrow. And I started getting these dark feelings and dark thoughts. And, and, and it's because I bottle up everything. I bottle up everything. I bottle up everything inside. And then when you finally fucking break, man, you feel like you're fucking drowning. You feel like you're fucking drowning. You're trying to swim and you're trying to swim and you're trying to swim. And you can't reach the fucking top. Or like you're in quicksand and no matter how much you struggle and how much you try, it just keeps sucking you in lower. And I was in a real fucking dark place, man. That week I made the first podcast on is a dark fucking place, man. I was thinking about fucking offing myself again and I haven't thought like that in fucking years. I was literally on a fucking train platform. My heart was broken. I was fucking depressed. I woke up, I, I was waking up every morning sad as fuck. And I'm standing there on the fucking train platform on fucking 14th Street. And I was like, yeah, nobody would give a fuck if I jumped in front of this fucking train right now. That's what the fuck was going through my head for days on end. Nobody would give a fuck if I jumped in front of a train today. Nobody would come to my funeral. I'm not good enough for people to come to my funeral. Nobody would give a shit if I fucking died. Except my fucking kids. And that is horrible. And anybody who feels like that, yo, you are worth it, man. You are somebody and you're fucking worth it. And that shit is bullshit. And if you ever feel like that and you fucking follow me or you ever feel like that and you listen to this goddamn podcast, you fucking reach out and you talk to me and you find a way to fucking find me and we will fucking talk it out. And I will put you on a fucking pedestal where you belong because there's no reason why you should ever feel like you're not worthy. But we all go through that shit, right? We all go through that shit. And we all hit that fucking low point sometimes. And we just want to fucking end it. And it feels like nobody's there. Nobody knows what we're going through, right? Because we're so fucking special. Nobody else feels this. Nobody else fucking whatever. And that's the tricky thing. With holding in your emotions. 
with holding everything in is because you fucking pile it on and you're so used to fucking doing everything yourself and carrying on yourself and going on yourself that you forget you don't need to always be that fucking strong and the world doesn't always need to be on your shoulders. And I'm the classic fucking male ego and pride and I fucking carry that shit. Anyone who knows me knows me knows I'm like that. Knows I would rather fucking tell someone to suck it up and put on their big boy pants or panties than fucking give them a hug when they need it. And the problem with that is who the fuck is there to hug me? Because I'm not busy out there hugging everyone. You know what I'm saying? And I push people away and I keep people out so fucking much that when I actually need it and I need that fucking someone to relate or someone to fucking tell me it's going to be okay, they're not there. And then again, the people who I want to tell me everything's going to be okay and that I'm, I'm good enough aren't doing it. And then you fucking dig yourself into that pit again. So, like, I think fucking over the years that men and we're taught as men that crying and having emotions and feelings or sharing them and all that shit is weak and it makes us weak but it doesn't make us weak you know i was talking to my boy the other day across the pond and he was like yo you know i'm loving the podcast thing and you know and I think this is a good outlet for you and whatever. And, you know, me, me, me and him are mad cool. And he's a good dude. And, you know, fucking, I hope he listens to this and he knows who he is. <laughs> so, you know, my rugby homie. Um, and he said some good things to me, man. And he said some things that made me put things in perspective. Because even though we haven't met he has a good grasp of the type of person I am. Not completely, but a decent grasp of the type of person I am. And he shot it from the hip. And he shot it straight. And he didn't bullshit me. And he was like, listen, man. Sometimes shit happens. You can't go on like that. You can't, but you need to feel that. You need to let that shit out. You can't keep holding that shit inside you. And, you know, and he was right. Because I'm so used to fucking giving people advice or being there for everyone else, uh, or, or, or just pushing everything down so I can make sure everything is done correctly and done right, that I don't give myself a chance to feel anything. So that way when it finally fucking all piles up and I can't keep this fucking lid on the jar anymore, like a lot of other men, like I explode. And you know, you look up the fucking rate of male suicide, it's fucking astronomical because when the fucking jar opens, the lid comes off, and all that shit comes rushing into you, we don't know how to handle it, because we're so used to pushing that shit down under everything else, that we don't know how to fucking handle it, and it overwhelms us, and a lot of people aren't strong enough when things overwhelm them like that to get past it. You just heard me say, I thought over the course of several days, like, no one would give a fuck if I jumped in front of a train. That's what kind of fucking emotional basket case I became because of hiding all these fucking emotions, whether it be for a woman, whether it be for my kids, whether it be for anything. Like I hug, don't get me wrong, I hug my kids, I tell them I'm proud of them, I tell them I love them, but I don't do it as much as some of the other parents. I got a 17-year-old son, sometimes I do the same shit my father did, and then after I do it, I'm like, fuck, man, what did I just do? I'm fuck this poor kid up. You know? I'm like, stop whining, stop acting like a bitch. I said to him, you know a couple months ago and i was like fuck man and then i had to I sat down with him and i was just like listen man i'm not calling you a bitch i'm not saying you're fucking a sissy i'm not saying you know your fears and whatever your feelings aren't you know valid you know and then i, I talked to him and then he was like thanks dad you know what i'm saying and i was like whew, whew. i was just about to do the same shit to him that my dad did to me and I can't do that. I got to let them know they got to be their own self and their own person. And it's okay to fucking be sad or it's okay to fucking feel disappointed. It's okay to, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to last forever. You know? And when when you keep everything locked up inside, man, it feels like it's going to last forever. And in reality, it's not, man. It's not. And we got to start teaching these young men to to express themselves better 
You know what I mean? And that it's okay to express themselves or to have feelings or to care or to be sad or to cry or whatever. It doesn't make them a bitch, but we don't do that. As a society, it's looked down on. It's frowned upon. And it's crazy because this is how you get a fucking lot of suicides. You get a lot of fucking violence. You get a lot of fucking people lashing out and doing shit. And it's wild, man. It's fucking wild. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that bullshit. (laughs) Um... Another story we covered, we covered dating is fucking ridiculous at an older age, because it's hard. It's hard to talk to people, man, especially after you reach a certain age. You know, dating after, like, say, I'd say between 32 and up. Let's go 32 and up. Dating after 32, 33 is a pain in the fucking balls, you know, especially if you're a fucking single parent. Like, motherfuckers don't want to hear that shit, man. Both men and women. You know how fucking hard it was for me to date after my divorce, having two kids and being active in my kids' lives. Fucking women didn't want to hear that. Women can't fucking deal with the fact that they're not going to be number one. Some women get it. I think that's why I did a lot more single moms and stuff like that after my divorce because they understood it. They understood they weren't going to be a priority, and I didn't expect to be a priority to them. And we understood time. When we had time together, it was precious because we won't always have that time and something might always come up and you know what I mean and it's one of those things And but people don't fucking understand man single people with no children don't understand what it's like to date a single parent they, they fall, fucking all act like oh yeah oh, that's cool you got a kid blah 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 but unless they have a fucking kid too they don't fucking understand us they don't that's both men and women and that shit's ridiculous um so yeah dating's tough dating as a parent after a certain age is even tougher. Um, men need to emote. We need to talk about emotions. We need to talk about that shit. We need to talk about depression. Depression, mental health, all that shit. That shit is fucking... It's a struggle. It's a struggle. And people people suffer. And they don't know who they should turn to. Or what outlet to take. And nine times out of ten, someone will take the easier out. You know? And, and that shit's tough, man. That shit's tough. Like I said, man, anybody going through some shit, man, you want to holler at me and talk to me and just fucking shoot the breeze and shit because you feel like you fucking can't make it, please reach out, and I will do my best, man. I will not lie to you, though. I will not bullshit you, but I will do my fucking best, man. And what else is there? So, you know... Oh, so all the fucking nasty motherfuckers since the last podcast, right? With the fucking negativity and shit like that. Thank you for letting yourselves be shown and known so I could block y'all. I never once badmouthed that woman. I never once said we weren't cool or anything like that. Just the fucking bullshit about it, man. It's just fucking annoying as fuck. You know, it's funny. Every time I get negative fucking things, people say negative shit about the situation or DM me fucked up shit. I actually screenshot it. And send it to her. And then she's like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, your people are assholes, man. That's how cool we are still, okay? So we still talk and fucking laugh at these fucking idiots, okay? Um, You know, and that's all I'm going to say about that, I guess. Um, I've been fucking babbling to y'all for a little while now. I hope, like, fucking me rambling on as I'm drinking and fucking talking shit... And I hope I'm not slurring too much. And I hope that I'm not talking too fast. And I hope I'm actually making sense with the shit I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, I had like all this shit written down that I could talk about or say things on. And and like, I don't think I've touched on any one of those things I fucking wrote down. (laughs) I'm just like winging it. You know what I mean? And I think it's better when I do it like that because I'm shooting straight from the hip. I'm giving you guys this raw motion and how I feel, and I think that works better for me than fucking trying to plan shit out, you know what I mean? I think I'm a terrible planner, or my intentions are good when planning things, and then I just fucking, I go off the rails anyway. <laughs> um, so, I figure, you know, we got deep. We got deep into some shit. We talked about dating. We talked about emotions. We talked about depression and shit like that. With this book, we got to pick it up. We got to pick it up. And y'all love these sex stories. And I don't know why you love these sex stories, but you love them. So, 
I'm gonna tell another story. So, after I got divorced, right, I started dating this girl. Um, her name was Kathleen. I hope she never hears this because fucking, she'll fucking sue me or something, right? Her name wasn't really Kathleen. I'm just gonna call her Kathleen for the podcast. Anyway, so I cheated on her um, with several women <laughs> and, you know, broke her heart or whatever. And, you know, and this bitch moved to Florida. Like, listen, you want to know how you broke someone? If you broke someone's heart to the point where they fucking, where you ruined everything, they will move to a different state to start a new life because they can't stand to be around you or the chance of them bumping into you. (laughs) That's fucked up. I shouldn't have did that to her. You know, I was just really selfish and greedy and fucking, I liked getting my dick whack after I was fucking divorced. Like she, she was, you know, she wasn't, she was a pain in the ass sometimes too, man. But everybody's a pain in the ass and shit when you date them, right? For some reason or another. Anyway, so she moves to Florida. We're still talking. We're still cool. She still wants me to visit her and shit like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll visit you, whatever. So on one of these visits, right, we go out and... You know, we start drinking, we got to spot. In Florida bars and stuff, they close early. If it's not fucking Miami or one of these big cities, they close early. And, um, so I go down to the visitor in Florida. I go to a bar, bar closes at like fucking 12 or 1 or something like that, right? And so we're drinking, we're getting fucking hammered, yo. And I'm like, yo, you gotta drive, we can't be drinking like this. She's like, I'm gonna be fine, I'm drinking, I'm fine. She's like, I could drive, whatever. So we get in the car, so we stop to get gas. And I'm like, yo, you wanna get some more beer for your apartment so we keep drinking? She was like, fuck yeah, get some fucking beer. And so I get a six pack of Corona, right? And then we get in the fucking car. She's like, you bought Corona? I'm like, yeah, I bought Corona. She's like, did you get some limes? I said, where the fuck the gas station is sell fucking limes, bitch? And I said that to her, too. I said, where the fuck was I going to find limes in a gas station? <laughs> and she was like, fine, we'll go to Walmart, right? I'm like, Walmart now? It's like fucking 1.30 in the morning. She's like, Walmart's up. I'm like, okay, whatever. Fucking southern people are freaks. Fucking Walmarts are open 24 hours, some shit, right? So we go to Walmart just to get fucking some limes, right? <laughs> so we got Coronas. We got some fucking limes. It's a party. Go back to her apartment, right? Fucking bus open a couple Coronas. She's drinking one. I'm drinking one. You know, we're talking. We're making out. We're on the couch. We put on fucking music choice or whatever the fuck it is on the cable box. So it was just playing like fucking alternative music. She was into that shit. And the music's in the background. We're making out. I'm fingering her. We're on the couch. Shit is crazy, right? So I'm fingering her, I fucking, fucking put my finger in fucking my mouth so I could taste her and whatever, right? And she's like, ooh. I'm like, yeah. And I start drinking my Corona, I take another swig, right? She looks at me, I'm like, what? She's like, yo, you should fuck me with that bear bottle until I come. I'm like, what? She's like, you should fuck me with your beer bottle until I come and then drink the beer with my coming juices in the bottle because you love me and you want to taste me. I was like, okay, <laughs> let me fuck you with this bottle then. So meanwhile, mind you, the fucking bottle starts bearing it, right? And lime. And so I'm just like fucking gently rubbing it slow on her fucking pussy lips. And whatever. She's like, put it in already. And I'm like, okay. So I fucking stick this bottle in her fucking pussy. And she's like, ooh. And she's moaning and shit. And I'm like, glass dildo. Yes. You know? <laughs> and um, she's like, faster. And I'm just like, yeah, bitch. She's like, hard. I'm like, yeah, bitch. And fucking whole fucking neck of the fucking Corona bottles up in this bitch's fucking pussy, right? I'm fucking her with this fucking Corona bottle. I'm going to town. Like, when I tell y'all I'm fucking drunk and I'm fucking excited and I start going to fucking town on this bitch with this bottle, yo, this bitch is moaning and groaning and then boom. Ladies and gentlemen, anyone who drinks any kind of carbonated beverage, um, 
What happens when you shake that motherfucker up really fast and hard and shit and it's fucking like closed, right? So, this bitch, <laughs> I'm fucking the shit out of her with this fucking beer in the bottle and she's going nuts and then all of a sudden the fucking shit starts foaming out and starts fucking shooting out of the fucking bottle, right? And I'm like, holy shit, like fucking, she's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, the bottle nutted in this bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, fucking beer explodes. I take the bottle out. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh my God, what the fuck? I was like, I'm so sorry. And then she's like, well, fucking drink it now. And I'm like, yo, fucking, it just shot up all up inside you is fucking beer in your pussy and shit like that. She was like, you can look that up later. I'm like, whatever, you freak bitch. <laughs> so I drink the fucking, I start taking a swig of my fucking beer on the bottle, and then I notice something. I'm like, where the fuck is the lime? And she goes, what? I was like, and then I, I was like, yo, open your legs. I'm looking at her pussy and it's fucking lime pulp and, and, and beer all over her pussy. I'm like, yo, I think the lime is inside you. She's like, get the fuck out of here. There's no fucking lime inside my pussy. I was like, it's not in the bottle anymore. She was like, oh my God, get the, get it out. Get it out. Get the fucking thing out of my pussy. So I'm fingering the bitch. I'm trying to get it out. I'm fucking looking at it with my phone flashlight and shit like that. <laughs> trying to see up in her pussy hole. And, <laughs> and then um, we're like, fuck, we can't get it out. Like, we can't get it out with nothing, man. We tried to use a toy. We tried to fucking use my finger. She tried to finger it out. We can't do it. So what do we have to do? We got to go to the ER now, right? Obviously, this bitch got a fucking lime wedge in her fucking pussy. We got to go to the ER. So whole fucking ride there. Oh, we're sober now. Whole ride there. This bitch freaking out. I'm an asshole. I'm a piece of shit. She can't believe I did that. Bitch, you told me to put this fucking bottle in you and fuck you with it. <laughs> So we get to the fucking ER. You know, we get to the fucking ER. We go in there. What's the, what's the thing? Um, we had an accident, right? It's Florida, right? We had an accident. Lady's like, well, what kind of accident? She's like, I think I have a lime wedge in my pussy, <laughs> in my vagina. She said. <laughs> the nurse goes, what, 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 what? She goes, I think I have a lime wedge in my vagina. The nurse goes, oh my God. So the nurse puts on these gloves and we call us in the back, the triage section, whatever the fuck it is, right? She's like, look, what was we doing? So we have to explain this story now to the nurse. And the nurse is standing there, fucking jaw, like it hit the fucking floor, mouth wide open. Goes and tells the other nurse and shit like that. The other nurse comes in and just looks at me and shakes her fucking head, looks at her, shakes her fucking head. So then the fucking doctor comes out, they put her in a room. Right, and then fucking, I guess the doctor used them, them long-ass forceps, because when I walked in the room, she looked at me, she's like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, oh, and her fucking legs are in stirrups and shit, like she's in the gyno office. And um, the doctor comes out, he's taking the gloves off, and he's like, young man, I don't know what y'all are doing, but y'all gotta stop doing things like that. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, man. So I was like, yo, is she okay? He's like, yes. Yeah. So I go back in the room. This bitch is sitting there. And she's like, I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you so much. I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. I mean, for this to happen to you and shit like that. She's like, my fucking pussy has fucking lime pulp on it. And like, the so me, like a fucking dumbass, goes, can we juice it? <laughs> and she's like, yo, fuck you. Kicks me out the room again, right? So we're staying there, we're standing there in the fucking hallway, waiting to get discharged and shit like that. And everybody in the nurse's station keeps looking over or pointing to the security guard came on. She was fucking mortified. I was laughing because that shit is wild to me, right? And fucking so we go to discharge and shit like that. And then I was discharged. And then um as we're walking out the door and <laughs> one of the nurses goes, um, how about no more um citrus fruit, guys? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so now this, we get back to this bitch house. This bitch don't want to talk to me. She don't want to touch me. She fucking puts me on the couch. I got to fucking sleep on the couch now, right? And pissed off. She's in the shower, pissed off, fucking talking to herself. I hear her mumbling and shit like that. 
like pissed off, right? Fucking, we just had to go to the emergency room and people know that she had a lime wedge in her pussy because I was fucking her with a beer bottle, right? <laughs> so I'm laying there on the couch, pissed off because now I'm not gonna get my nut. You know, and this bitch is mad at me. It's like, yo, what the fuck, man? I came out here for the weekend. The weekend's gonna be fucking ruined now and shit like that. So what do I do? I fucking pop a fucking another Corona and I put another lime wedge in a beer. This bitch gets out the shower. She goes, I can't believe you're serious right now. I was like, bitch, I'm drinking my beer that I put. She's like, really? Fucking really? And I was like, whatever, man. I was like, you want to try again? I'll take the wedge out this time. That bitch fucking threw some shit at me. And that was the end of my night. So, (laughs) I don't think that tops the raccoon story. But I like that story anyway. Because I can honestly tell people, whenever I drink a Corona and I put a lime in it, I can tell the story about this girl who I shot a lime wedge up in her vagina. And we had to go to the ER to get it removed by a doctor. So, (laughs) there's another Rico crazy sex story for y'all. So, ladies and gentlemen, be careful if you fuck each other with bottles and you have lime wedges in it. All right. Yo, man, I hope y'all have been enjoying this. I hope y'all enjoyed everything. I mean, I tried to touch on a few things. If I didn't get to certain things a lot of you have been trying to ask me about, I apologize. I'm going to try to get to them next time. <laughs> um, thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for listening. I can't wait to do another one for y'all. And once again, let us end this with our mantra. All right. And we'll end it with fuck that guy. I hope he has a small dick. I hope he's terrible in bed. And I hope his old ass gets hip dysplasia. Yo, this is Rico. I will check y'all soon, man. Later.